Welcome to the Unstoppable Life Podcast, where you can to keep a strong woman down. Today, I'll be talking to you about a subject that is really close to my heart. And it's a subject that no one wants to talk about. And the reason no one wants to talk about it is because of a stigma. Women who have experienced this type of abuse stay in the shadows. And because they stay in the shadows, it's something that is really devastating and it's, uh, it has increased over the years to devastating effects on a woman's health and well-being. And I just want to bring everyone's attention to it and to let you know how much we need to look at it. We need to take decisive action to stop, to stop it. Not just prevent it, but stop it. As someone who has experienced you know, domestic and sexual abuse. I, it affects you in so many ways. And in so many ways, it affects you. And I am so grateful that I have been able to come through it by the grace of God. So I want to raise the awareness of what it is and how much women are being affected by, and this is globally, it's worldwide. You know, one in three women globally experience violence, sexual abuse, domestic violence. That is around 736 million women worldwide. Now that is incredible, you know, when you think about it and nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it because of the stigma that goes with it. Now, why do men have to violate women like this? Why? Not that men don't get violated, don't don't get me wrong, but women take the brunt of it. And I think it's time that we start taking a look at it. And alarmingly, young women from the age of 15 to 24 suffer some form of abuse in their relationship. And when you think about it, that women get killed, you know, women get murdered by their partners or their husbands um, through the violence. And it's increasing continuously. Continuously, it is increasing. You know, research shows by the World Health Organization that during the time, you know, it is, a, it is an epidemic. It's not just, you know, we, it is an epidemic that is happening and it, we need to stop it. Sexual violence by intimate partners um, and by non-partners have got to stop. Men following women, women cannot walk the streets without looking over their shoulder, should be able to walk the street without having to worry about your safety. You should be safe wherever you are. You should be safe in your home. And if you cannot be safe in your home, if young girls cannot be safe, young girls cannot be safe and women cannot be safe, 
we have got to take control of this. When you think about it, when you think about, you know, one woman um, every hour, a, a woman is being killed somewhere in the world. I mean, think about it. It is a really staggering, staggering, staggering um, figures that women are, uh, you know, are being treated in this way. Women, when that happens to a woman, it not only, it affects the community, but it also affects the, 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 the area where she lives. And because of not wanting to talk about it, not wanting to tell anyone because you don't want anyone to uh, point their finger at you, you stay silent. I will stay silent no more. I am an advocate for stopping domestic violence and sexual abuse against women and young girls, children. Because coming from a place where I was molested from a very young age, that went on to my teenage years and into my adulthood. And get married and gone going through domestic violence. It is not nice. And yes, I kept, I, I didn't keep silent. I mentioned it when nobody believed. And now we're seeing that this is growing wider and wider and wider. So sexual assault and domestic violence against women, it must stop. We cannot allow it to continue. We cannot, we just cannot allow it to continue. You know, the data is showing this. The data is showing that a high percentage of women are being killed. A high percentage of women are affected by it. You know, 6% of women globally, the report shows sexually assaulted, 6% globally assaulted by someone other than their husband. So not only are they being assaulted by their husband, but also has, you know, people on the outside, men on the outside, just see you, grab you, and then they think they can do whatever they want with you. You know, there must be some respect. And we have got to respect women. We have got to respect the women in our lives. We've got to show respect for them. When you think about, you know, women, the amount of women being affected by their partners, violence against women globally, it affects around 641 million women. 641 million women as intimate violence, and it is prevalent. It is keep growing and growing, and more so now where we have um, all these, you know, lockdown and all these different things taking place, and it's happening so much more that we need to take, governments all over the world need to take a stance and they need to involve women. We need to be involved in the decisions that they are going to take. We need the ones of those of us who have been exposed and have gone through the abuse and have come through it. 
need to be part of the conversation in terms of looking at what must be done and how we can do that, what, what, what we can do to prevent it. Not just prevent it, but I want to see it stop. And there's no reason why we cannot stop it, why it cannot be something that is, is broken, you know, broken up. And that includes the teachers, you know, police, social services, and everybody have got to come together. And we have got to teach young people. We've got to teach young people the importance, the importance of, you know, speaking up. Speaking up. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid. And women in their home, uh, sometimes you, you don't say anything because the, you are not the breadwinner in the home. So you are at a disadvantage and you may have someone looking at your every move. You can't make a phone call. You can't have a phone. Or they, or you, they may lock you in the house and they would leave you at home. And you thinking that this for your safety is not for your safety. Those are narcissistic behavior. And we need to come to an a realization that it has to stop. Women are precious. They bring something to the community. They bring something to the com community. And therefore we must honor, honor women, honor them and look after them. You know, we have to, as I mentioned, you know, government have to take a strong, a strong and proactive um, steps to address this. You know, I have had women speak, uh, you know, speak to me and, and say, you know, tell me things that has happened to them. And they are, you know, now that I am I'm speaking out and I'm talking about it, I am being applauded for it and they want to come together. And it's nice that we are coming together. It's nice to have women coming together and saying, yes, well, I'm really glad that you have brought this topic up because it is important. It is important to talk about it. It's important to work with women who uh, maybe you are in a, a high position and you have been through something like this, but yet still you would not speak about it again because it will draw attention to you. And again, because of its stigma. Now we have to understand that violence against women, it affects them in the health. You know, it affects them emotionally, spiritually, economically, socially, yeah, it causes anxiety and stress, depression. There is absolutely no need, absolutely not in these modern times that we have got to keep experiencing that and we got to hear about it. One in three women get killed every single day or every two days a woman get killed. As I mentioned previously before, every hour somewhere in the world, a woman get killed. I think the statistics is about six women get killed every hour. Now, for those of you listening to me, I do hope you're taking this in and I do hope you will support me in my quest 
it is a quest, it is a desire to see that violence, domestic violence against women stop. Not just prevented. We can't just prevent it. We have to see it stop in its entirety. We move the perpetrator from there because it's not just the women, the children seeing their parents, seeing their mom being abused. Then they grow up to think that that is the way to treat a woman, the sons or the daughters think that is the way to treat I should be treated. It's like one woman said to me, she stayed in it for 13 years. She stayed in it for 13 years. Why? Because she thought that if he doesn't hit her, he doesn't love her. Come on. How we can normalize this. This is not something to normalize. We cannot normalize it. It is not normal for someone to abuse you, regardless of whatever form of abuse. Abuse is abuse. So no forms of abuse should take the place of you feeling that this is normal. It is abnormal. It is abnormal for someone to be abusing you like that. And it's only because of the conditioning. They condition you, they condition us to tell us that it is our fault because we did something wrong, because we did this, or we didn't put this there or something. They will come with one thing or the, or the other to make you feel it is your fault. And in some sense, maybe it is because we decide to stay there and take the abuse. We decide to stay in that situation. But then again, sometimes it is hard for a woman to walk away. And the reason being for walking away is that either you can't tell your family members because they will tell you, you know, you can't talk about it because you will bring shame on the family. Or you don't want to tell your friends because you feel ashamed of saying something to your friends. Or you might go to a church and you talk about it in a church and you get some counseling and it, you have to stay in your home. A woman's, a, woman's issue, a woman's job is in the home. We have got to stop this. We have got to stop. And I think, in my opinion, the best people to speak to is to the women who have experienced this and have decided to take control, have decided that, hey, no more, no longer will I sit back and see my sisters being abused, see my sisters being killed, see my sisters losing their mind. But at some point, we ourselves need to take control. We also have a, a part to play in taking control. But the biggest thing is that the government need to revise their laws. They have so much laws that still nothing is happening. And I just wanted to bring this to you because it's something that is pressing on my heart. Right now, I am doing a million meters. I'm rowing a million meters in a year to raise awareness, to raise the awareness of what is happening to women. But also, I'm raising, I'm raising that so I can raise funds for a community, for a, a charity that is working to help women. 
And I'd like to see this extended worldwide. I know there are other charities out there, but I know there is much, much more work to be done. There is much more work to be done. And I'd like you, I'd like to challenge you, actually. I'd like to challenge you and see how you can come up, what you can come up with that can help me to to shed a light on it, to to just open up and have a a forum, a broader understanding of why it is, why it is that men think it's okay. Men think it's okay to violate a woman. And it happens, you know, it it happens worse in, you know, the low-income families um, than the higher uh, income families, but it happens in any case. Low-income countries, they tend to suffer it more. So we need to do something about it. It's about time. It's about time that we take some form of control. Right here in the UK, you know, when they did the census in 2020, what did they find? One woman every three days got killed. But now I think that has increased to two women. Now that is staggering. Every every three days or two days, a woman is being killed through violence. This has got to stop. Not just be prevented. It has to stop. So I hope when you listen to this to this um to this message today, this podcast, it stir up something within you. It stir up something within you that it makes you take action. It makes you want to do something about it. It makes you take a look at the women in your family and think about. If this happens to them, how will you feel? If this is happening, we have to see each other. We are each other's keeper. We are each other's keeper. So I just want to say that when we think about abuse, when you if you're going through abuse right now and you don't know what to do, or you don't know who to contact. I'm going to give you some numbers you can contact. It could be national or it could be in your own country. You just need to look them up, you know, look them up. They, they are, um, if you have any access to uh, the internet, you can look them up. But women are at risk and the young women are at a higher risk now you know, 15 to 24 years old women are at risk because now we have, you know, I know of young women who um, have narcissistic boyfriends and they think it's okay. It's not okay because once you allow them to think that it's okay to treat you in that manner, they will carry on to treat you in that manner. And you keep staying there because you think, oh, he loves me. No, that's not love. Love does not hurt. Love does not cause you pain. 
Love does not destroy your life. Love embraces. When someone loves you, they want the best for you. So we need to address, you know, what is causing it. We need to address it. You know, someone asked me, why do you think men behave that way? And there are a number of reasons why. It may be something that they experienced when they were younger. It may be that they had um, see their mom go through it and they think, well, that's okay because they don't know any other way. It may be that some of them are intimidated by a strong woman. And when I say strong, because that woman has a, her inner peace, her inner heart, you know, she loves from the heart and her strength is, is from the heart. She built up her strength. For me, my strength is built from my heart. And yes, the word of God played a, a, a role in me gaining my strength and knowing who I am and who I can be and who I am becoming. Becoming a strong and powerful woman. Powerful in the sense that I know who I am. Not powerful in the sense that, okay, I, I, can, I will walk over everyone. No. Power is me making decisions, is me being assertive. And as every woman needs to have it, they need to be assertive. They need to be confident. Confidence. When you have confidence, that just takes you to another level. It takes you to another level. So this is an urgent, this is urgent, addressing a violence against women, domestic violence and sexual abuse against women is urgent. It's something that needs to be urgently dealt with. We need to reduce the stigma of that. It's the same when you had mental health, when men had this issue with their mental health and they didn't want to talk about it because there was a stigma. The same thing with domestic abuse and violence, sexual violence, we need to stop the stigma. And I hope that you listening to me will work with me to help me stop the stigma, stop violence against women. Is something that needs, you know. We have the National um, Domestic um, Violence Hotline, and that number is, um, you know, that's a worldwide number, is 1 800 799 7233. And here in the UK, your domestic um, violence um, UK 24 hour. Um, uh, abuse helpline is 0808-2000-247. So I'll repeat those numbers again. The National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. And for UK, it is 08 or eight two zero 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 two four seven. So wherever you are in the world, you can call these hotlines. They are open seven days a week where you can report any violence against, if you know of someone experiencing a violence or if you experience a violence and the moment you get some time, you can call and you can chat to anyone on the phone. Do not stay and experience domestic violence.
because it affects you. It affects you socially, spiritually, emotionally, financially. You can also follow me. You can always also contact me as well on at Levi, yes, www.lavie.com. So you can contact me there. You can look me up and I can speak to you on a one-to-one basis. We can talk about it. We can talk about your experiences and what it is you want to do, how you want to go forward. You do not have to stay in it because I walk away. I had everything uh, a woman should have in a home. I walk away with a hundred pounds and a suitcase and started my life all over again. I had to put distance between myself and my perpetrator. And if I can do it, you can do it too. So I want to thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Life podcast, where you can't keep a strong woman down. We talk about everything concerning women and others. So we can help to bring light. We can can help to, to share light on the things that women are experiencing. We want to talk about love. We want to talk about what love is and how you should be, you should be looked after. What love, how, how someone should love you and what does love look like? So thank you, everyone. I hope this podcast can uh, be of benefit to you. And I hope that you will reach out and touch someone. And if you see anyone experiencing that, you will stand in the gap. You will stand up and you will help because we are each other's keepers. We are each other's helpers. So thank you. Look forward to seeing you again in my next podcast. Take care and God bless. Bye.